You're listening to Creative Encounters, where creators freely talk about faith, creativity, and inspiration. Brought to you by Candle Culture. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Encounters podcast. I'm so happy that you are back, that you are here, and that you are listening. Welcome to another episode of Back to Basics. So I'm super excited this week. It's been a really, really good week. Um, I am very, very grateful for the gift of rest. I took Friday off from work last week and I have had the most restful long weekend. I've just been at home, just resting and I am going to continue resting because um, I'm in this like transition season right now. And by season, I mean one week, but I'm moving from one role to another role. So it's not as intense right now. So I'm very grateful for this week to just really cool off and rest. My brother is still in my apartment um, and he is the most helpful person ever. So I'm so glad and grateful to have him around. Um, he's making my life so much easier just by being around. Okay, so music. You guys know that music is very close to the heart of Kano culture because you know, there are three parts. There's the podcast, creative encounters, there's the poetry, so all the written words uh, on Instagram and on the website. And there are the playlists called Soulful Sundays. And, you know, I think one of my favorite things about music is how it's almost like a very subtle way for us to inc- well, worship music, to incorporate God into our everyday lives. So you can be on the subway, on the underground, um, in an Uber you know, I don't know, just wherever, listening to music and you can be just feeding your spirit and allowing God to come to you and to give you peace in, you know, wherever you find yourself. So super grateful for the gift of music and excited for today's topic. So my whole thing with music started with a conversation with my dad a couple of years ago and it's his birthday tomorrow funny enough to so say a prayer for him um but yeah started a couple of years ago I was having a conversation with him and he made a comment to me that if you're Christian you have to have at least 50% of your songs or wait how am I wording this at least 50% of your songs have to be Christian music or worship music and I thought no never I don't know what you're saying. I love God. I, you know, I have a close relationship with God, but I don't like Christian music or worship music. I think it's boring and all that. And I don't, you know, really just spoke my mind. I've never been afraid to share my um, opinions with my dad, especially. So I just really told him as it is. And he said, okay, well, not fighting, <laughs> just, just saying, and you can really do what you want fast forward to 2023 and I think that he was right and you know I think there are two major things that come to mind in terms of um, what worship music has done for me and in terms of why I think he was right and the very first thing is when you are listening to worship music you are building this reservoir of encouraging words and lyrics that are going to come back to you when you least expect it but when you need it the most I remember very quickly I remember during the pandemic uh, around the time when you know the protests surrounding the death of George Floyd, God rest his soul, um, broke out in America. This was like two years into my time in America, my first time witnessing something like that. And I was very scared. And I had never seen a lot of the videos I was watching at the time about police brutality, 
just horrific videos. I remember there was one day that I was walking out of my apartment and I was very heavy hearted. And this song by Hillsong just came to mind. And it says, don't let your heart be troubled. Hold your head up high. It was healing to my spirit in that moment. And I didn't even, I wasn't thinking of music. I wasn't thinking of God. I was just heavy hearted on my own, just walking, thinking of all the evil and wickedness that I was seeing concerning everything that was happening around that time. And, you know, the feeling, what I would describe it as is a person giving you a cold glass of water to refresh you when you need it the most. And so worship music has this very refreshing effect that, you know, it's only those who have really deeply connected with. And you have to really listen to it for a minute to understand what I'm talking about, but it's very refreshing. The second thing is worship music helps us to praise God and to glorify God. And I don't know about anyone else, but I think that our purpose here on earth, the fundamental purpose of our lives is to glorify God. And, you know, there are different ways in which we are called to do that through our relationships, through our work and just through our lives in general. And so if music is one thing that helps us do that, um, helps us praise God, helps us, you know, glorify God, then why not? Right. Um, There's a verse that comes to mind, Psalm 22, verse three, which says that God inhabits the praises of his people. And so that means that, you know, the presence of God really surrounds us when we praise and when we worship and God is pleased with us when we praise. Um, and so that's another thing that I've found with music. It helps me with worship music. It helps me, you know, feel the presence of God around me, comforting me, strengthening me, and even the joy that, you know, feeling the presence of God can bring. And then I guess, you know, this is a good time to pause and address the question that a lot of people have whenever we um, in the church talk about this topic of music. People always say, oh, so can I listen to other types of music? Do I only listen to worship music? When you start to walk with God, you don't want to approach your faith walk from a perspective of, can I do this? Can I not do that? Is this allowed? Is this not allowed? You're going to very quickly exhaust yourself. and so one of the biggest things that you can do is ask God and pray to God for the grace to do this walk in such a way that he reveals himself to you. And so what would then happen with something like music is that your heart will begin to crave and your spirit will begin to crave the things that glorify him and the music that, that would bring, um, you know, God things to your spirit. So that's one answer. Another answer, a short answer is no. The fact that you are Christian and you're trying to walk with God does not exactly mean that you can only listen to um, Christian music or worship music. But then a couple of things to consider. What does the song that I'm listening to mean? What are the lyrics? And there are two reasons why I say this, or I say consider the lyrics of the song. The first thing is, it's very important that you are very attentive to what you are meditating on. And Ultimately, that's what will happen when you listen to a song over and over again, whatever type of song. It will come to your mind at random times. Like you might just be in the car and you the lyrics just come to mind or you'll just be walking. And so subconsciously, you begin to meditate on things that you're repeating. Now, when you think of the lyrics, think of, of this question. Like, do I want these lyrics to be running through my mind at random times? Do I want to be listening to this over and over again? And the second thing with that is um, we also have to understand that we want to be meditating on things that are drawing us closer to God and not obstructing our faith walk and things that are really edifying to our spirit. Sometimes, or not sometimes, usually when you start your faith walk, 
there are things that you are trying to avoid, um, trying to abstain from so that you can strengthen yourself in the faith walk. There are times when the lyrics that, you know, the lyrics of the songs that are very common and very popular, there are times when they will have um, things that are evoking emotions or taking you back to places that um, are reminiscent of the things that you're trying to get away from, if that makes sense. And so this is not even a thing where, oh, because it's spiritual or Christian, don't listen to these lyrics. It's like a practical thing of if you're trying to avoid something, let's, let's say, for example, you are trying not to eat chocolates for a week, right? And every day or every other day, you go to the part of the fridge where there's a lot of chocolates. You're not really helping yourself. And so this idea of avoiding songs that are going to remind you of things that you're trying to get away from is like a very fundamental, practical thing. And the other thing I would say as well is, you know, I think this is a much bigger conversation than um, I can fit into this podcast episode. But one thing that we need to talk more about and be honest with ourselves about is the topic of purity. And, you know, I know that that might be a trigger word for some people. Maybe when you think of purity, you think of places or times where there was a lot of shame or condemnation in your life. And I acknowledge that. And I'm sorry that you've ever been in a place where people made you feel ashamed or condemned. That's not Christ and that's not the gospel. Um, and I want to just say that first. But the way that I, I speak of purity is in a holistic sense. So there's a Bible verse that says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And purity of heart is really asking God for the grace to be pure in your thoughts, in your actions, in your words, in your life, in its totality. And for us to see God, yes, I know that, you know, this verse is commonly interpreted to mean heaven and, you know, beholding God when it's time, but it's also in the day-to-day here on earth of being able to encounter God in things. If throughout your day you have in your ears things that are not good for your spirit, are not edifying your spirit, then you won't see God. That's just the, you know, and when I say see God, I don't mean heaven. I just mean like here on earth and really trying to experience God every day. We're trying to live this life of purity because, you know, number one, it is very much possible, you know, we're made in God's image and God's likeness. And so it's possible for us to be pure and holy as he is. But we have to take those steps towards towards being like him. And again, we don't do this by our own power, by our own might. It's by the grace of God. But there are very practical ways in which we can tell God, see, I'm, I want this life with you and in you. And I really want you to come and reveal the things or the parts of me that are not glorifying you and show me, refine me, you know, purify me, cleanse me. And sometimes that will require God taking out things that are not glorifying him and are not making you to look like him. And there's this quote that I heard by an artist that I love, Theophilus Sunday, where he says, the reason why we have not seen much of God is because we have not begun to live like him. And so I'm just, you know, trying to drive home this point. And the point is, this faith walk requires holistic living. Part of that is the music that we listen to. We have to be attentive and careful not to say that all types of music that are not Christian or worship music is like bad or evil or anything like that. No, not at all. But just to say, be attentive, be careful. Ask God to help your spirit to be sensitive to the things that are not pleasing to him so that 
whether it's a Christian song or not, you know, that you will know that actually this is not really glorifying God. A song might actually be saying God in it or talking about God and there's no real depth or no real reverence. There's only the spirit that will bear witness to what is of God and what isn't of God. But also asking God for the grace to walk away from things that um, that are hard because I told the story in my last podcast episode in terms of my journey to listening to worship music. It was during Lent when I gave up music and it was so hard for me. I was craving music so much that I had to go and find worship music to listen to. Um, and that's how I started my like worship music journey. But um, I know that it's difficult, especially if you're like me and like you really like music. But just asking God for the grace to walk away from the things that are not pleasing to him um, and to show you what is and what isn't pleasing to him. So there are two things that I, I would want you to think about as I conclude this episode. What we see and you know, more relevant to this episode, what we hear, what we listen to affects us. There are things that people are doing because of what someone told them when they were 10 or 15 or 20. And there are things that people are not doing because of what someone told them when they, when they were 10, 20, 15. Someone may have said you are capable or you are not capable. And that is affecting how they show up in the world today. There are people who are doing things because of the words that they have told themselves. They've dared themselves. And so even if someone has told them something different, they're listening to the words that they've told themselves. But I just say all of this to say that what you take in is important and try to filter out what you take in, what you believe. There's a Bible verse that says, do not let a little light in, otherwise it corrupts the entire belief system. And this obviously applies applies to words, but I, I also think that should apply to the type of content that we're taking in, what we're watching, what we're listening to in general. Don't just let anything in because it might truthfully corrupt the way that you see things, the way that you think, what you are meditating on, what you are brooding over, all of that. The second thing I'll say is music is an instrument and it's been used for different purposes, right? I was reading an article um, when I was thinking about this topic, this episode, it was relatively old. It was published in 2020 in the New York Times, and it's called Singing My Dad Back to Me. And, you know, this woman was talking about, and she wrote so beautifully about um, her dad having um, Alzheimer's. And so he had a lot of issues with memory. But music was this instrument that helped him to remember, you know, things because he was able to associate the songs with you know, the events. Um, and it was such a beautiful read, but it made me think of um, the power of music in and of itself. And also made me think of this story in the Bible, First Samuel 16, where the, this king, King Saul, had an evil spirit within him and his servant David would play the harp. And whenever he heard it, the evil spirit would leave him. And I, I just say these two different things, a story from 2020, so modern day, but also a story from many, many years ago, biblically, um, to say that music has like had power for a long time and still has power today. And so when we listen to music and think, oh, it's not that deep or it's just music, think again, right? And ask God, you know, if you don't feel convicted on this topic to reveal to you as time goes on, what the music that you're, you're listening to is doing for you and is doing for your spirit. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of this podcast. I'm so grateful that we are still on this journey of Back to Basics. If it's helpful to you or if you have questions or comments, 
constructive criticism, let me know. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you can actually right now interact as a whole Q&A thing that they have integrated into Spotify podcast, which I think is so cool. So let me know what you think. Um, otherwise, DM me at my candle culture and I'll be happy to respond. Um, if you have suggestions, anything that you want to see from this podcast or candle culture in general, also let me know. And finally, please share this podcast episode with a friend or two and maybe leave a rating as well. I would appreciate any of that. Have a wonderful rest of the day and I will see you in the next episode of the Creative Encounters podcast. Bye.